Welcome to the Prayers for Mama Bears podcast, a place for the mama who wants to be the best mama she can be, but knows she can't do it on her own. You will find here today prayers and words tailored for her, influenced and inspired by the truths we find in the scriptures. I'm so glad you're here, cheering you on, reminding you our God is with you, for you, and he hears your prayers. Thanks for joining me today. Hey there, Mama Bear. I am so happy that you're joining me for a few minutes today. If you hear a rumbling noise in the background, it's because my Roomba is running, and this is the only time I have to record this episode, so I apologize in advance if you can hear it. I'm hoping that it's in the other room and stays in the other room while I do this, but public service announcement. If you're looking to ask for something for a holiday, birthday, Mother's Day, Christmas, a Roomba is amazing or want any vacuum that vacuums by itself. It's fantastic. It does all of my floor every single day while I do other things. So there you go. I didn't get paid for that. That one was for free. (laughs) Oh, but I'm so glad you're here today. I actually have a story to tell you that I don't even really want to tell you because I'm still reeling from it. Although I have processed it and I just feel like someone out there needs to hear about me losing it, basically. Uh, It was one of those days and it was going really well, actually. It was one of those days that was going really well, not one of those days that wasn't going well. I was actually doing a pretty good job at mothering and I homeschool my three kids and I was doing a pretty good job at teaching them. I felt like I was patient in my discipline. I was even wise at times in my discipline. I was kind and understanding and I had been really working on these things actually because in the last month I have been really noticing just some some stuff, some sin in my own heart, some really deep roots of almost like anger that I don't show very often, but it's there. And then I don't know about you, but it just seems that the people closest to me get the worst of me at times. And that is exactly what happened that day. My dear husband was out of town on a business trip and it was day three and I had done pretty good keeping it all together And like I said, the day went well and it was bedtime and everyone was getting ready for bed and another sibling squabble broke out and I had had it. I was so tired of playing referee and so tired of being patient and so tired of being kind and so tired of seeking to understand that When this squabble broke out over a tube of toothpaste, I am remiss to admit that I found myself holding said tube of toothpaste that was not being shared and yelling at the top of my lungs, it's empty. It's empty at one of my children. And it didn't sound that nice. It was just this ugly, vitriol monster that just came out of me. And I don't know if you've ever been in a moment like this where as all of the emotion and 
all of the stuff you've been stuffing is coming out. You know, like in your mind that you don't want it to come out, but you can't stop it from coming out. And, and it was like slow motion and my body like rose above myself and I could see the ugliness just pouring out at me. And then two of my kids just staring back at me in utter disbelief, like who is this lady? And what happened to our mother and immediately immediately I knew that I was going to have quite the mess to clean up um, that I had caused myself and I said it and then I walked out of the room and I walked into the garage and I happened to have a blanket in my hands I was taking to put away and I just screamed in it like a child throwing a fit just screamed in the blanket because I was so mad at myself. I was so mad at myself for failing once again and losing it once again. How could I teach my kids to approach each other with kindness and humility and self-control when I was a crazy lady? And I, I just sat there on the steps in my garage, completely dejected, complete failure, And that monster of shame just hung over me, crept right over me, tapped me on the shoulder and told me, yep, yep, you did it again. It truly was the ugly things that I never want anyone to know about me that were on full display in that moment. And I heard little footsteps just creep into the garage behind me. And I couldn't even look at them. And I remember saying, mommy does not deserve your forgiveness, but I'm going to ask for it because I know that's what I need to do. So will you please forgive mommy? I was wrong when I lost my temper and I yelled and I lost my self-control and I acted out in my anger. Will you please forgive me? And then my sweet babies that are just so gracious, so much more gracious than I am, hugged me and told me, of course, I was forgiven. Uh, And we continued on with the evening and we had a good bedtime and tuck in. But for days, for days, that just cloud of shame hung over me. And I realized that something happens to me when I'm battling shame I find myself at a three-pronged fork in the road. (laughs) It wasn't two. It's definitely three. There's three options. One is I make excuses for my behavior. I think about all the things that made me get worked up, all of their behaviors, all the things that they did, whoever they are, whether it's my kids or somebody else. Uh, But I just cast the blame. The second thing that I do is the opposite, and that is where I beat myself up. And this is where I really get in my head, and the list of not good enoughs kind of wells up inside of me, and I hold things against myself, I get angry at myself, and it becomes kind of this spiral effect where I just... I just spiraled down into this very awful place and, and I see myself through a lens that is not true. I I know on the other side of it, but in the moment it's, it's 
really, I give ground to the enemy. I give ground to Satan to tell me all the things and say all the lies and say everything that is not true about me and I receive it as truth. So it it can be a number of things from not good enough to um, I'm never, there's no hope. You know, I feel very hopeless that there's, I'm never going to change. I try and try and try, but nothing is ever going to change. And I have no ability to make any difference in my behavior. So that's, that's the second fork. I'm sorry, second prong in the fork. But then there's this third prong. And as I've gotten older and I recognize the triggers and the way that shame and I wrestle, um, I am more aware that this is the prong that I need to walk down. This is the road that I need to walk down. And it is, it's, it's a three-step, three-step prong. <laughs> and I have them all starting with R's so that you can remember them because I love alliteration. And the first is repent. I need to admit what I did wrong, not cast the blame and not like drown myself in a sea of self-pity. I just need to admit what I did wrong. And I, I did that in the moment with my kids out of obedience, not out. I mean, the shame was so big. I could have just cried all night long and not even talked to my kids, but I knew I needed to do that. So repent to them and to the Lord. I, after the fact, I have really sought deep in my heart, trying to figure out what are the things rooted in me that caused me to just lash out like that. So repent of those things and then reconcile. I reconciled with my kids. I went back to them and and tucked them in and told them I loved them and hugged them and read to them and treated them the way that they deserved to be treated and that they that honored them and um, received their forgiveness. I think that's a really important part of reconciliation to choose to receive their forgiveness. And then the third thing is I remembered what was true. And this is the hardest part, in my opinion, to remember what is true when shame is so, it, it, he, shame is violent and, and shame likes to cloud out all truth. And I remembered that I am forgiven and that I also am imperfect and I am being perfected. And I remembered that there is nothing that can separate me from his love, that there is nothing so bad that I can do that God's love will leave me, that he will separate himself from me. So it was this, this passage of scripture that came to mind as I, as I thought about how I battle shame and this idea of repenting and reconciling and remembering. So I want to read this to you. It's from Romans chapter 8, a very famous chapter in the New Testament. And Paul's writing, and I just need to tell you before I read it, the first time I heard this passage of scripture, I was a brand new Christian and God in his kindness had plucked me out of a very unhealthy season, um, unhealthy community. And he, by miracle after miracle, maybe I'll get an opportunity to share some of those stories on uh, future episodes, but I ended up in a choir <laughs> and it was a choir at a Christian college and um, God always uses music with me. There's just, the, for my whole life, he's, he spoke to me through song. And we, I learned all these songs to sing with the choir. And in the middle of one of these songs, there was a, a, a break, an interlude. And 
the choir director had one of the students who ended up becoming a dear friend of mine and my husband's as we uh, got older, had him recite this passage of scripture. And I remember the first time I heard it, I, I couldn't help but cry because I it was so such a deep truth that I needed to hear and I needed to know. And I think maybe someone out there today just needs to be reminded of this truth. This is so, so important for us to understand his love and to understand who we are because of who our God is. And it's found in Roman 8, Romans 8, 37 through 39. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. I actually heard my pastor read this passage today, and it made tears well up in my eyes again, because I needed to be reminded that nothing, absolutely nothing will separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So may you be reminded today that this is true, that if you find yourself in a puddle of failure and the shame monster is after you and attacking you, that you can stop right where you are and look that shame monster in the face and say, no, I am more than a conqueror through him who loved me. That is the truth. So I'm asking Mama Bears, would you pray with me today? These words that are just inspired by that scripture and reminding ourselves that even when we fail, his love is so big and so much greater than all of our failures. He is with us and he is for us. I've fallen short, a carousel of images floods my mind. There are pictures with ponytails, some in my high school school uniform, others of a young woman, a mama, and even yesterday when I didn't measure up. Lord, you know how I have let shame jump on that merry-go-round, tormenting me, reminding me how it felt to be so bad. Shame has screamed at me, I'm not good enough. And then my pride stops me from trying again. But you, God, you're teaching me how to silence these monsters. One new failure at a time. As I break my silence and release the inner war through my vocal cords, admitting to myself and anyone who can hear me what I've done wrong, my imperfections, You usher in a freedom. Your grace covers me. And I remember I am worthy for no other reason but because you say I am. You call me worthy. And today, Lord, I find rest in this truth. That in all these things, I am more than a conqueror through you who loved me. And let me be sure today, Lord, that neither death 
nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation can ever separate me from your love. Thank you, God, for the way you love me. Thank you for making me worthy. Thank you for taking my shame upon yourself and covering me with your grace. I just want to thank you, Mama Bear, for listening today. And if you know another Mama Bear out there who would benefit from these prayers, I'd love for you to just share it with her. Thanks again for being here with me, praying for you and reminding you that he is for you, he is with you, and he loves you. Thank you.